Porter. How y'all doing? Welcome back to Take Pitch. <laughs> episode 99. 99. Let's the go. Aaron Judge episode. Rick Vaughn. Yeah. Dirk Wendell. Tywan Walker. Hey, there you go. Very few yeah. people have worn 99. Manny so, Ramirez. Oh, so, true. Manny did wear 99. So to Gucci. Dodgers. So Ooh. to Gucci. There you go. There's a name right There's there. There's a name for you. <laughs> Wow. I actually I saw uh, highlights of the uh, 06 NLCS with the Mets and the Cardinals uh, with and, uh, Andy Chavez's catch right, and mm-hmm. I I saw someone in the crowd wearing a Sota Gucci jersey. No I was like, way. he played then. I was like, I guess that is when he played. Yeah. What a what a, what a jersey to have, man. Right. I was like, that's interesting. I like, like he wasn't even that like well known of a guy either. Like he wasn't the big star. Oh, I mean, he was uh I mean, you know, what did he, what did he do? The guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, th- I thought Ooh, that was that, that's wild. Right. I love yeah. it. Yeah, let's see. I'm here for Hi, he was a starter. Actually. Yeah. yeah. 100 134 games that year. Hit 266. Wow. Two bombs. Nice. Yeah. Two bombs, just like we dropped under pan. Hey. <laughs> I mean. All right. All right. We'll see you at, at episode 100. Uh, <laughs> that was just a, just a meatball down the middle. <laughs> so well if you're listening i'm sure you know the world oh, series <laughs> uh starts on tuesday and before we get into that there's a couple uh relax there max uh there's a couple of uh things that have uh happened over the past week uh that were that was not involving the playoffs or the world series first being Congrats to Chris Macca on a long-term manager. He will have him for the next three years. Uh, Aaron Boone resigns a deal with uh, the New York Yankees three years. Uh, I'm not sure the worth though. I haven't seen like nobody really reported on the, uh, on the value of the deal. So it's like but, pennies because they know that Aaron Boone has no other options. And they really I know he was one of the lowest paid managers. Um, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. I know. I know they kept saying I mean, that you get what you pay for there. <laughs> I know on MLB Network and everywhere, really, MLB execs were saying that if the Yankees let him go, that he was going to be the top sought after manager, which I thought was just absolutely insane that's asinine <laughs> Jan. he's gonna be like the front runner for the Mets job and for like everyone that, right? yeah for the Padres a lot of people no. had him going to the Padres had the Yankees not uh re-signed him but he uh he also has a fourth year option for 2025 by the way yep yep I I, I think it's the dumbest thing you could have done <laughs> but then again it's the Aaron Boone year era in, in in the Bronx, so who knows what the hell's going on over there, really? Brett Gardner still got a job. Yeah, he's got a Rangers player dead. option. I like, think. yeah, 
they they got they got a few uh jednas of their own there? it's, yeah but seriously well i don't know what happened there but uh i mean he has a 328 and 218 record with the yankees 200 plus win seasons four straight playoff appearances let me stop you real quick the yankees have that he doesn't he's done nothing. <laughs> i'm saying under him under him they have <laughs> under his buffoonery yes um, you know we could have done that right of course saying, probably even like, been better no, but um, the thing like, is, if they finally stop, you know, doing that 30 man, let me make yeah. 30 guys making the decisions oh, the and let him actually yeah. do something, then maybe we actually see what Aaron Boone can actually do as a manager. Mm-hmm. See, now, I think that's, I think the fact that it's a 30 man council is more telling than anything. So yeah. need 30 fucking brands on to know to hit judge fourth or third or whatever. Yeah, it's insane. And maybe still- he never even had a say. Maybe this was implemented even before him. Probably, honestly. In the, but, after Girardi left, probably that was was he the one after Girardi? I don't even know. Yes, what lineage was. So yeah, probably after that, they probably just said, "Fuck it, we don't even." He's never had experience. Let's just throw it. Puppet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, kind of crazy though. He, he he came in fifth in uh, twenty eighteen Manager of the Year for the AL, and he came in second in twenty nineteen. Uh yeah, I'm, only ALCS appearance. Say it again. 2019 was the only appearance in the ALCS. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Did not make it out of the ALDS. Yeah. 2019 was ALDS. 2020 was ALDS. Oh, my bad. What did I say? You said 19 was ALDS. Oh, sorry. 18 was ALDS. Yeah. 19 was the only ALCS. Um, And that's when uh, Altuve hit that homer. But anyway. Uh, I just think that, I, I think I think everyone knows our our opinions on it. Uh, me and Mike talked more about it last week, obviously, but Max, you can uh, you can touch on it a little bit if you want. Any opinions? I mean, for me, it's more of a, a you know, you have a guy like Mike Schilt out there. Why not talk to him? See what say? Hey, listen, is this kind of because Mike Schilt comes from a Cardinals organization, structure top to bottom and, and respect the, the Yankee way kind of thing, the Cardinal way. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt Similar. to have him in for an interview. Yeah, I think Mike Schultz would have would have done a great job with the Yankees and probably won a World Series of three. All right, this. I mean, I, I just think it's stupid not to interview. That's all. All right, no, yeah. I mean, like I guess uh, you have the deal in place, but there are other options. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, but at the end of the day, if you're, you know using that 30-man team to build a lineup, then what do you – what's the difference? What do you need Mike Schell for? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you're just going to use the analytical team, what's the difference? Yeah. I mean, do you think analytics have ruined the game? A little bit, maybe. I, ruined? No. I think they've gone a little too far, though. A, a lot of the times, I think they, they've gone too far. I, I think so too. I think it's just like especially in the Boone situation, like you got thirty guys. First off, there's nine nine lineup spots. It's twenty six roster spots. Why do you have thirty six thirty guys? Picking yeah, at, picking working nine on names this twenty six. This yeah, not. I mean, it's not even out of twenty six. Yankees have out of out of what fifteen? 
Yeah, especially with the amount of talent the Yankees have, there's no need for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's it's I think that I mean, I'm sure there are other teams that are doing that too. Uh probably like the Dodgers, I'd imagine. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Um again, but again, that's another team. Too much talent to even have to do that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if if you don't know how to build a lineup out of those teams, like you, you shouldn't you be shouldn't a manager. Be you shouldn't have a job. <clears throat> no. Um, yeah, that and that's where I do agree with you that analytics have gone too far. Yeah. Um, analytics have become the 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 final word and only. They don't use any common sense anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like feel is gone. Like people who played the game forever have no clue. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because like these guys literally lived it. They've been through it, and now we're turning to Aaron Boone, who was a lifetime bench player for the most part. Was he? Um, yeah, he had the his claim the fans the one big home run. Well, yes, of course, I know that. Right, you know, turning to a guy, you know, some quality control coach who's been in your organization for eighteen years, or a bench coach who's been with you since 07, as we'll get into in a minute with the Cardinals. They're hiring puppets. You surprised? Because they run on numbers. It's 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 sad. Yeah. It's just, that's how it is. That's how it is now. Yep. Yep. Sad. Yeah. But as I mentioned with the Cardinals, uh, they pretty much locked in their new manager uh, today. Yeah, reported. As of right now, anyway. Uh, scheduled to have a press conference Monday morning at 10 a.m. Oliver Marmol is going to be the Cardinals' next manager, reportedly. Uh, a guy similar path to Luis Rojas, you know, love beloved within the organization. Was kind of with the, the the minor leagues clubs, and you know, came up with the young crew. Drafted in the sixth round by the Cardinals in 07. Two picks ahead of Anthony Rizzo, actually. Um, played until his, his 2011. He was the Gulf Coast League Cardinals hitting coach in 2011. The Johnson City Rookie Ball Cardinals uh, manager in 2012. Palm Beach Cardinals in 2015 as their manager. We all know about the Palm Beach Cardinals and their wonderful <laughs> Twitter account. Uh their and he was their first base. He was the what? Their feud with Jacob Degrom. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> um, and he was with the big league club starting in 2017 as their first base coach. Uh, transitioned to be the bench coach in 2019, and has been in that position since. Yeah. And now reported to be he's, man, he's the next only man. Only 35 too. Only 35. Yeah. Young. I'm starting to wonder if we just like hand in our resume. Like, could we get a job? Like, <laughs> we're. we're Billy, you're closer to 30 than the rest of us, but like, it's fucked up, know, man. Don't need to mention it that. Might, it might be time for you to hand in that, hand in that resume. But hey, you're right. hiring these guys with some baseball, with some baseball experience who are young as shit. Why not me? All right, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Episode one hundred. 
<laughs> Make sure I to go Kill check the out. episode twice already. Let's go. <laughs> Third time's the charm, baby. Don't need to hurt my feelings, man. Uh, Listen, I'm a, I'm a Jets fan, okay? I'm, I'm it's collateral damage. No, I, I'm, I'm not a Jets fan. I don't need that. Anyway, uh, you're the yeah. You thought said the Jets are gonna come back in the second half. Yeah, in drug test. <laughs> I thought they were gonna come back with two minutes left in the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they could have made a nice little run. They had two and a half minutes. They could do it. Uh, yeah, little run to the golf course. I I had a feeling it was gonna be him, uh, just because the way that things were being talked about over the past week. And it seemed like the Cardinals were going to be hiring from within. So, I mean, it made the most sense that it was going to be him. Uh, it is interesting, though, with the comparison to Louis Rojas and that they're going with this. And, uh, I mean, well, I don't I know. The we'll, we'll see. Difference, I think, the biggest difference, yeah. I think, is that he's going to have a full offseason to get it done and get get acclimated as opposed to Rojas who literally got handed the job on a whim in February after a total fiasco. Um, then he didn't manage a game until July. Exactly. So there, there is a little bit of a, a difference here, but I do see a ton of similarities. I think Marwell is in a much better position as well. Well, yeah. I mean, just got a playoff team. Yeah. He, he was handed a playoff team. He's been a bench coach at least. As opposed to Rojas, who at the highest level at Major League Baseball was a quality control coach. Same thing. Doesn't matter. Still both in the dugout. So? Yeah. Yeah, they're sitting there. But a, the bench coach only takes over if the manager gets thrown out. How how many He's times the right manager... hand man kind of thing? And... Yeah, but but that's that is... the so is the quality control coach. He's there to do some, basically the same thing. He's like second bench coach. I mean, either way, this this fact that he was handed a playoff team doesn't doesn't hurt him. No, it helps, of course. Definitely puts him in a better position. There he is, two two of the best defensive infielders in, in the corners, and Goldschmidt and, and Arenado helps him a lot too. Yeah. Huge huge breakout offensive season for uh, Tyler O'Neill. They have crazy outfield defense. Uh, Bader, Bader had a great Carlson. good offensive year. Carlson had a, Carlson, had a yeah, good rookie exactly. year. Yeah. New bar looks like he's going to be an above average fourth outfielder. Be a fourth outfielder. <laughs> um, Edmundo Sosa outfielder. should uh, just work on that accuracy and he'll be fine. Don't uh, <laughs> don't be throwing no fucking uh, rockets at umpires' faces. Um, yeah, no, they got a nice team. They they have a nice team. That's why they made the playoffs, obviously. Uh, I, game winning streak yeah, I mean, that's really what propelled them there. Otherwise, who knows what could have happened. Uh, yeah. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's, uh, you know, there's only time will tell. That's really uh, right. And, and that's the thing, yeah. Uh, but now it's the Padres and the Mets still looking for managers. There's only team, two teams vacant. And as of right now. But okay. Dusty Baker's contract expires at the end of the World Series. So it'll be very interesting to see what the Astros do with him. I think if they win, he'll retire. I 
think so too. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. We'll see though. Never know. Um, also this week, Major League Baseball with a huge step in the right direction for minor league players. Um, a lot of the talk about minor league players is they don't get paid enough and then the housing situation and all that stuff. They have poor living conditions. Major League Baseball taking a massive step forward on that, introducing a, uh, a mandate saying teams must provide housing for minor league players. Or pre- uh, whether it's in the form of a stipend or lodging, like a, have a compound kind of thing. A house. It's a huge step forward, obviously. Well, no, they have like an apartment complex. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like that. Yeah. Like a frat house. Um, pretty much, yeah. May as well do something like that. Dorms, yeah. Uh, either way, huge step in the right direction because this has been an issue for far too long. Yeah, and uh, because of... you cut out. Uh, I said, think about how many guys have quit baseball because of they don't have money to keep going, or yeah, yeah, yeah and they uh, they're raising the, they raise their salaries or rate. I think they raise their salaries last all season yeah they did. i think right? yeah. yeah but i think i think only the blue jays were really getting ahead of it and saying hey we're gonna actually pay them a lot better than the minimum I think no was, i'm I think pretty sure Jays. that it was every team that it was a the lead wide thing mandate. that's why they yeah yeah that's why oh, they that's why I'm they made sure. the minor league smaller so they could pay them more. yep gotcha i'm pretty yeah now the question becomes, is this housing thing going to be, you know, a little more money in a stipend, a housing stipend, or they do what the Astros did, which is what... I think they I should think just do a lodging. Option. Yeah. Like a college dorm it, kind of thing. It makes the most sense because you build that. It's a one-time build. You just buy the property, you build it. You have, you know, what, 30 rooms or whatever. And then... Uh, you know, a common space and uh, and like a yeah. kitchen. Yeah, you make it a dorm room or, or a giant frat house, something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's it's definitely the best way to go. Econo- both economically. Yeah, it's it's a one time payment, and then they just and they just team, live there. I think about team building right there. Yeah. And it's the it's the minor leagues too. So like a majority of these towns are like college towns. Yeah, exactly. So like places yeah. like. Buying land is relatively cheap, yeah, inexpensive, yeah, yeah, especially in the in the random states, you know, Kentucky, like how much how much is a fucking Mississippi and and yeah, yeah, how much is land in fucking Biloxi, like you know, (coughs) the Shuckers, or uh, down in Alabama with Rocket City trash pandas, like there you go, yeah. Uh, it's just it's about time, man. That's really it. Yeah. it you know, uh, and hopefully they they do some more things for the minor leaguers. But this is a great first step. It really is, you know. It's a huge step in the right direction, and I think, yeah. especially if a lot of teams do that single housing, or and if it, or if the stipend works out better, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think you'll see that it's going to help grow the game in these college towns, in these these small towns where kids are like looking for things to do and little leagues are, are, are small and stuff like that so it'll help the roots of the game too I think if, if yeah, players are like 
hey, this is a great experience playing minor league baseball. It's like, oh, it's a drag. It's it's brutal. There's six guys living on one floor, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, exactly. I also I also think you'll see a lot a lot better product on the field too. Why? These guys again, six dudes in one living room. You know, they're all the air matches. I don't think you're gonna be seeing fatigue as much, or they'll, they'll be able to have their own space and have a little more money for the, the healthier food yeah. or, or this and that or whatever it is. I think you'll see yeah. a better product because he's got to be able to take care of himself better. Yeah, it, it's it, it's an, it's really an, it's an investment into the players, really, you know, mm-hmm. the guys yeah. who will eventually be your, ma- your major leaguers. So mm-hmm. to help yeah, them. and It was a no-brainer, but. Yeah. And how much could it really be? I mean, the – you know what's what's the average that a major league team takes in a year? Um, I'm not sure. No, I think the average is around. Mike, Mike, Mike's Mike's the Mike's the math guy. No, I, I, I remember I remember talking about it last year. I think I think it's around. I don't remember exactly. It's a couple couple billion I think that they take in in revenue. Uh, so what is that really to that? You know. That's that's really nothing. So they made around one to one twenty two million. Wait, say it again. They made a they generated around one hundred and twenty two million dollars in revenue. Average for a team. Yep. Really. Well, oh, that was twenty twenty two, twenty twenty. Okay. Uh, okay. So multiply it by. You'd probably have to go back to like 2018, 2019 to kind of really get a yeah. Oh, well, either way, this year what what it, it it's going to be what maybe a, you know it's not it's not going to be much. That's really the moral of the story. It's not going to be much. It's nothing to these to these teams, and it, it makes really no difference. So, good first step. Oh yeah. All right, ALCS. What a wild series that was. It was. The Astros ended up winning 4-2. to two. What happened? Three, it's 350 million. Okay. So that's, yeah. the, that's the average? Okay. That was, that was 2019, which was 2019. like the highest. Wow. That was the highest. Yeah, that was the peak revenue uh, generation. Hmm. Very interesting, actually. It is interesting. Um, so, uh, ALCS, yeah, the Astros won going to the World oh, Series. High scoring games. Yeah. Yeah. It was a wild series. Just the lowest scoring game was the last game. It was 5 nothing. 5 nothing. yep. Every other game had the highest scoring Nine. was – had at least nine, nine runs, nine to five, and and yeah, nine to five and twelve to three. And they had five four in game one. Yeah, nine to two and then nine to one. Yep. So, it's just an insane series. Mm-hmm. When, after game three, after game three, it looked like Boston had all this momentum and and everything was going to go right for Boston. You know, the Astros just said "fuck you." <laughs> they, they That's were, what it was. They were also they were in uh 
they were in Boston. Right. You know, so that was uh that was big for the for the Red Sox to to split in Houston. In Houston, game one two, yeah. Yeah, had yeah. to had to have that happen. Mm-hmm. And it helped that Garcia was out with a with an injury. You know, it helped that the offense was clicking. Evaldi shoved. Yeah. Rodriguez shoved in game three. You know, it, it helped that those mm-hmm. guys really stepped up. Yeah. Because um, the one thing that you've been very critical with the Red Sox is their pitching. Yes, sir. And in the for those two games, these guys looked like fucking Cy Young candidates, except for like two or three pitches. Wait, who? I mean, these guys. Who are you talking about? Uh, Evaldi and Evaldi oh, okay. in game two, and then Eduardo Rodriguez in game three. These guys yeah. look legit. Yeah. Except for like two or three pitches each that really kind of hurt them, but it didn't matter because the game was out of reach. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, their offense was just on working on all cylinders and. That's that's what the ball that's what the Boston Red Sox are. They're a yeah dynamic offense and not not even a dynamic offense. They're just a powerhouse offense, and uh, they could attack you for you know how many fucking grand slams did they hit? Three, three. So I mean, just that alone, you first, know. First team to hit three in a series. Yeah. And that was what in the first two three games. What was that? Yeah. First three games. It was, it was first. Yeah, first games, three yeah. games. So it was like that's insane. Yeah, insane. So, uh, not surprising, but but uh, and with that, it helped that fucking Kike Hernandez three his slash line this that series was three eighty five four zero seven eight forty six for an OPS of twelve fifty four. I mean, he's really was a huge reason they won those those first two games, and we're even in that that first game. Yeah. Was, uh, two and three. Sorry. We're in the first game. Yeah. Because J.D. Martinez struggled. Hunter Renfro struggled mightily. Yeah. Well, J.D. hit a home run in Houston. A big home run, no? But, yeah, he's, his slash line for those five, six games, 235, 435, 647. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that he hit well. I'm just saying that he, he did hit a big home run. Oh, yeah, a huge home run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't necessarily need to compile a – a fantastic stat line to to have a good no, series but, day, but as long as you're clutch that's really if you're if you're coming up big for your team then that that's really what matters right but in a, in a series where the runs run output was astronomical in comparison to the rest of the season you know having only one guy hit oh two only having two guys hit over 280 in a postseason series, isn't going to win you a series. The other, by like the Devers. Like I said, you don't necessarily need to compile a, a great stat line. If they're if they're getting on base and they're driving them in in some way, moving them moving them over, being productive, then that's really right. Okay, so JD and his four thirty five on base percentage, you can make a case for yeah, yeah. For and how many productive outs did he have? Four seventeen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean Verdugo, that was. I think that was game six with the stolen base, the strike him out, throw him out the whole play, right? Yeah, I think so. Dude, what was going on there? Why? That's all I got to ask. Why? What is he doing? Why? Do you agree? Like, what What was the, what was the reason Massive for that? Of what the fuck, yeah. I, I just, I didn't see the point of that. I just didn't see the point of it. 
thought it was just a stupid play. Yeah, I mean, but you want to talk about guys getting on base. Let's look over to the Astros. Jordan Alvarez, a 538 on base percentage. Mm-hmm. Bregman, you know, 308 on base percentage for a guy who had 217. Listen, yeah. I'll take that. Jason Casho in three at bats on base percentage of 800. Yeah. Guy coming off the bench, getting on base 80% of the time. You keep clutch. Yuli Guriel, 520. Who's the other one? Kyle Tucker, 320. Again, Kyle Tucker had more of a right time kind of on base. What does that mean? He's more like he got on base at the right times and, and when they needed him. He was also six hitter, so. Oh, he was clutch, is what you were trying to say. Yes. At the end of the day, the Red Sox fucking suck. <laughs> and they're you know 28 what? on the power rankings going into next year. Boom, That's I just said it. No one, expected, no one expected the Red Sox to no, be I'm here. Kidding. Yeah, no, no one expected no the Red Sox to be here. No. I Maybe mean, internally, they're like, yeah, we, we're, we have a good club. We're a playoff mm, team. I think. Maybe I, internally. They could but, say that. I don't think anybody actually really thought that. Maybe they thought they had a good offense. Sure, they did. You couldn't. You, there's no way that anybody could have gone into the season and said, "Nick Pavetta is our three pitcher, and we're going to do great this year." Come on, Pavetta come on. He had a great playoffs. Yes, he did. He did. I'll give him that. He's a shit pitcher, though. He's not good. No. Yeah, but this may may have been his best year, actually. So I'll I'll give him some credit on that. Uh, I fucking hate Eduardo Rodriguez. I think he's trash. Um. But uh, like Maka said, he's either he's either amazing or he's garbage, and that uh, that range true. So, yep, yeah, no. But again, hats off to, to to the Sox because again, no one expected them to be there, and they really fought. You know, aside from you know, I mean, first off, Game Four wasn't even that bad of a game. It was nine. The only reason it was nine to two is because that one inning where. I think Evaldi, yeah, the ninth inning where there's seven or ninth. Yeah. For the Astros. Like that, just got away from them. Yeah, they just they kept, they just in kept that it. Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't even a blowout in terms of, oh, this is not a watchable game. It, it was a very good game. It was a very good series. Most, most of uh, two the way through. Fantastic offenses. Yeah. The Astros are just more a more complete team. You know what I think the big thing was is the Astros have that experience. Five straight ALCSs. You know, they've been to the World Series now three of the last five years. What experience do the Red Sox they, not have? Just the same amount. I'm just saying it's a consistent, you know, the, the, it's, it's a larger pool of, of experience. I guess. The, Sox, the last two years weren't great. No playoffs really the last two years. Then 2017, they weren't in the playoffs. So but they won in 2018. They did. You're right. But look at this team. It's a very different team. Very different. I don't know if I'd say very outside, different. Outside of, outside of, was JD there in, in 2018? Don't know. Don't remember. Outside of Devers, Bogarts, Vasquez. Vas- uh, okay, Vasquez, yeah. 
Verdugo That's was really with the Giants, wasn't he? I mean, the Dodgers. Dodgers. He has the experience with them. JD was Verdugo. was with the Red Sox in 2018. Okay, so then JD. That's really it, though. Verdugo was on the on the Dodgers. He had the experience in the World Series. He really played in the World Series, though. Bogarts, Devers. He was there. He had. He knows what it was like. JD. Right, him and Kike. Vasquez. And Kike. Oh, they had Hanley Ramirez. They had Hanley Ramirez in 2018. They had Hanley Ramirez. Yeah, he was the D. That was the DH here. The DH. Oh God. Nah, he played. He only played 44 games. Got a fucking ring though. Well, the movie was the year before that where he DH like all the time. Uh yeah, he was there 15 to 18. They pretty much. That's D- a lot. That's a yeah, lot it was 2017. He DH the entire year. But anyway. But look at the pitching difference. Rick Porcello, David Price, Chris Sale, Eduardo Rodriguez, Nathan Evaldi. Kimbrell was their closer. They had Joe Kelly. Yeah, it was a great back end. Meanwhile, you have Hansel Robles, Martin Perez, Adam Adovino, Ryan Brazier. Like, Can't forget Garrett Whitlock. Come on now. Tanner Houck. I'm, I'm just saying the guys in these high leverage situations that should be there. I mean, obviously Whitlock and Tanner Houck were were key. I mean, this. I mean, it's just a totally different look. They they just I they didn't have a great bullpen no. this year. And as we've seen with pitchers, especially with pitchers going at an all time low for innings in the playoffs, you need to have that great bullpen. Yep. Yeah. With how quickly again, how quickly it turns over. Yeah. Right. And again, not taking anything away from the Astros because I think they they proved to the world that this is a good team. This is a team, and and personally, I think it's time to move on from the cheating scandal. I think it's time to to, to forgive. You were never even you were- on it. Yeah, I, right. I wasn't, but I, th- I think I think it's 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 time to say, you know what, fuck it, get over it. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no, I just I just thought it was funny the way that you posed that. <laughs> yeah. You should have posed it as a you should have posed it as a question because every dude, you're wearing a fucking full Astros uniform right now. I'm sure you got baseball pants on too and fucking Astros uh, underwear. No, uh, baseball pants, no. no, no. Like, come on, we all <laughs> we all know that you never were even on that board, but uh, so we'll I pose it. Hey, I, I also love to, to to piss people off, so like that's a big reason why I was ever on that that train. But okay, now now re repose as a question. Really? No, you do you, you think it's you time like the Astros? To forgive the Astros. You know what, Sister Mary Catherine, my homegirl. She said, "It's time. It's time. It's time." Uh, yeah. You know what? I think the Astros have proven themselves to be a good team. Um, move on. Yes. Forgive. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you borderline. Like, don't care. It's still gonna be there. Like whenever you think of the Astros, right. it's always that, gonna be there. That was my next thing. Forget it. Never. I'll never forget it. Um. And Damn, that, that's really it. Never forget out here now. Damn. I'll, I'll never forget that they did that. No, <laughs> Heavy shit. 
<laughs> this is something in sports that you don't know with yeah. how big it got. No, yeah, yeah, yeah no, of course. and they 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 got off the hook so easy with fucking not having to play with any fans in the stadiums last year. Right. They got they were so lucky. Uh they got they got a decent, you know, decent bit of it early in the season this year throughout, you know, throughout the years kind of sprinkled around, but it was wasn't as big as we originally anticipated it to be with the fans and the Astros, but you know, uh yeah. That that that's uh it's time it is time to move on it's it's been a while now and we know well assume that they're not cheating anymore uh can't obviously say that we know for sure they don't seem like they are um and uh they have a good club i mean what can you really say they have good players like you can't tell me that carlos correa and alex bregman aren't good players they were top two draft picks so of course, they're good players. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're great. With Bregman, has just been the injuries really lately. Well, yeah, this year, yeah. Um, this year, and I think at the end, towards the end of last year, 19, right? 19, he, the end of 19, he got, no, hit it. He got hurt. No. Last year, he sure got hurt a little bit. Uh, but this year, it was, he had a bunch of injuries. He only played like 91 games or something. So, um, you, you just can't tell me they're not good players. Uh, right. Yeah. And Correa was top three in war this year. Yeah, a lot to, to do with his defense. I mean, he led. But again, either way, you can't tell me he's not a, bet, not a good player. No, yeah, he's, he's a great player. He's, he's definitely Alvarez. still a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jordan Alvarez, ALCS MVP. I mean, geez. He's an Dude animal. He hit a ball fucking country mile. Like, yeah, they're crazy. cheating. He's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> They're just a very well-rounded team. They are. They're, they're like I said before. They're a dynamic offense. That that's truly really the best way to say it. I mean, they can do everything. Right. And and we were curious how they were going to replace the, the the George Springer output. You know, how they were going to fill that hole. And Kyle Tucker did a great job. Kyle Tucker. This year. Not only did he fill it, he fucking exceeded expectations and probably did better. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so. this is a team. I, I think developmentally they're great. You know, they they got these guys come right up and ready to go. It's now Kyle Tucker's kind of been there on the screen nah, for he, quite he, a while. Yeah, he, he's, he been, he's been like there a couple years. I'm just saying, like, but the, the developmental aspect of it, like they have, they put him in a spot where they knew he would be able to succeed. He sucked for the first two years. He was up. <laughs> but he, wasn't he was awful. Player, was he? Was he a full time player? Yeah, I mean, he was playing like oh, he was starting he was like ninety to. games a year, probably. Yeah. He was trying to be well, a full-time they, player. He, he was only he playing 90, well if that, because he wasn't doing well. Yeah. But he put it together this year. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it's time to, to kind of move on from the, the hatred and just say, okay, it happened, put it in the past, and move forward. Embrace the hate. Embrace the hate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Like, I, I still think that, like, you, you just can't tell me that Cray is not a douche. Like, he's a douchebag. <laughs> but, but the thing is, 
just never call out the Astros. As long as the Braves keep their mouth shut, they have a good shot at winning the World Series. Yeah. If they call out the Astros in any way, you just it's you know over. Carlos Correa is just gonna come. He's be like, we didn't do shit, and then well, they're just gonna fucking over. yeah, they're gonna rope you. Uh, I was I was gonna say, can we just announce the, to congratulate the Braves already? Or oh, that's where we're going next. NLCS. Well, no, anything I else? Meant on, I meant on their World Series, but oh, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, anything else on the ALCS, Max? Oh, congrats to the Astros, and uh, I was happy either way because. It wasn't the Dodgers, the fucking Braves. Oh, what? What the hell does that mean? You're happy either way because it's not the Dodgers or the Braves. But the Braves yeah, made it. is weird. Because, because I wasn't, you know, I had never deal with that serious. I was very, I was rooting for the AL no matter what. I just, I don't like cheating teams. Sorry. You know what? I thought, I thought you were ready to move on. <laughs> yeah, for the Astros, we, sure. We, not, not with you. We can't move on with you. <laughs> and not with you, and not with Alex Cora. Alex Cora could fuck himself. I hate that guy. You know what? You, you, you can't, you can't deny that what he brings to the Red Sox is something that most managers don't seem to bring right away. What do you mean? Like they want to play for him, you know. It's right off the bat. Well, yeah, because he knows all their dirty him. little secrets. <laughs> yeah, I would love to play for a guy that's got me a fucking camera telling me what pitch is coming. That'd be dope. Fuck you guys. All right, and NLCS. Uh, much closer matchups for the first three games. Anyway, uh, they were they were all one run games. First three games. Uh, First two were walk-offs. Yes, they were. Yeah, in Atlanta. And uh, game three, then the Dodgers stole a game back in L.A., though. So, no, no, don't know that's stealing yeah, a game. That was a game that the Dodgers really didn't have any business winning. Refresh my memory. They, what happened? They played like shit. What happened? Just, <laughs> I mean, first off, to lose a pitcher with Luke Jackson, let's just put it that way. Well, he was he I had mean, an, that an mean, atrocious. Makes a lot of sense. He was if he was pitching. Um yeah, an atrocious no, championship series. Oh my god. So bad. Yeah. But no, it was it was only eighth inning, so the Braves had their number. And just they shut him down and for whatever reason decided to bring in Luke Jackson. And that's the end of that, you know. <laughs> all the all four runs were charged in a third of an inning. It, it's really as simple as it was. Minter, Morton, and Matzik just shut him down. Yeah. And then you bring in fucking Luke Jackson. Like, I, I don't, I don't get why he was even on the playoff roster. So it's really, I don't get it. it's really funny to think about Tyler Matzik pitching in fucking high leverage situations, <laughs> right? <laughs> Due to his cheeks, like what last year, two years ago? Yeah, come on. Uh, yeah, the Braves, uh, they eventually won game four and they were up three to one, uh, which was just like last year, 2020. Uh, the Braves were up three to one on the Dodgers and ended up crumbling. Uh, didn't, didn't happen this year. Braves, uh, 
defeated them in uh, game six and are going to the World Series. Uh, congratulations to the Braves. Yeah, uh, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm happy for Freddie Freeman. Well deserved. Like, I hate that I love Freddie Freeman. As a Mets fan, I hate the Braves. Why do you hate the Braves? Ask him. It's just one of those teams that, like, especially growing up, like, the Braves 14, 14 division championships in a row, and then obviously the Mets won, and then the rivalry with the Phillies, so I hate the Phillies. Plus, I have all my friends who are Phillies fans, and they don't make it easy to like anyone on that team. Um, the Nats, again, just... We don't like the Nats because they were kind of irrelevant for a long I'm, time. I'm fine with the Nats. Even when they were good, they, they, they never bothered me. So what I'm hearing is Max's theory on sports is if you are in the same division as the <laughs> team that I like, I do not like you. Aside from the Marlins, apparently. How about the Marlins, Max? Oh, no. The Marlins I fucking hate because I, okay. I see them more than any other team. Like when I go to games, I see more Mets Marlins games than ever. And the Marlins just always seem to be the problem for the Mets. No, it's because you're there. We already did the math this season. <laughs> I put my deposit down for a 20 game plan. So, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do I have to contact uh, the owner? Let him know. Hey, listen, we're, right. already, we're already 20 you in the hole. Oh, uh, shit. Don't show up the first 20 games of the year. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I really fucking hate you all. I mean, this is all just based on I'm fact. just laughing, man. Relax. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, yeah, I don't like the Braves. I like Freddie Freeman. He's easy to root for. It's it's so hard to hate him. It really is. Yeah, he's um, a great guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like the Dodgers. I have a hundred percent. We know. We know. <laughs> Why do you hate the Dodgers, Max? <laughs> There's just so many fucking. I just I'm not getting into that. So who do you like? Like the Pirates? <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a big Astros fan. I'm a, I'm a big oh, Red Sox. Oh, guy. <laughs> yeah. So you hate uh, the who else the Yankee teams? fans hate? Who else the Yankee fans hate? Blue Jays. The Mets. I, I do like Mets. the Blue Jays actually. Seriously, like so so you're not a Mets fan. Right? Yeah, I, um, I, 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 I stick to being a Mets fan. I, I do. I, I like... do too. <laughs> There's a reason I drink. Um, the Jets might have a reason for that part. Part of that, but you know, I listen. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I was on. happy that if both teams lost, I was very okay with the meteor hitting the stadium. And there's no World Series. Dodgers still are reigning champions, then Max. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's still still be the champion. <laughs> I mean, it it was almost as if it was a worst case scenario, uh, in my opinion. Anyway, I did not want the Astros or Red Sox to make it. I did not want <laughs> the Braves or the Dodgers to make it, but yep. they uh, they did, and uh, so now. Uh, You know, I'll just, it. I'll just, I'll just go for the team that has, has the longest uh, drought out of the four so or the so two now. Braves. Yeah, it's the Braves. Uh, you know, Dodgers just won last year. Red Sox have won fucking the most in the past twenty years. 
like Boston is just over overprivileged with their sports. Um, I, th- I kind of think you're a bitch if you bandwagon on. The- <laughs> uh, I was just trying to get your attention. That worked too. You shot right up. <laughs> uh yeah no i like the braves they're they're just even being a mets fan like they're not affecting us now so what's really the difference uh i there's no one on their team that i hate there's no scumbags and marcelo zuna is not the greatest guy what has he done to to you or to us yeah he's not even on team right now i know i don't like dansby i just feel he's a (laughs) douchebag There it is. There it is. I, I don't know anybody that does like Dansby, uh, besides K Dub, and that's, that's really it. Uh, that's still one, that's, that's still one of the stupidest yeah. trades from the Diamondbacks. Yeah. No one will ever understand that trade. Fucking Shelby Miller, uh, dude. That dude had the most hype around him he in the last good. twenty years out of anyone. He was good with the Cardinals. He was. It's very good, but. So, moral of the story, I feel like with the NLCS was, well, it was a rematch of 2020. And the other headline was the Dodgers missing, uh, you know, a plethora of players. You know, they they didn't have uh, Kershaw. Let me go to my page where I have it, actually. Yeah, they, I mean, they lost. I mean, has arm issues. Kershaw, Joe Kelly, Max Scherzer, Max Muncy, and... Justin Turner, so and, they, Tre- you know, and Trevor, Bauer. Trevor Bauer, yeah, they didn't have, they were out of Trevor, uh, Trevor Bauer for the long time. I mean, July. It, it helps to have it, no, it does. An arm but but like I'm that. I'm talking about who they lost yes. recently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trevor Bauer is uh, a special case. <laughs> He's got we'll the asterisk next to his name. Yeah, we'll we'll just we'll we'll call it that. Uh, yeah. But who, who knows if Max Scherzer was fully healthy? Who knows what happens in game six? You know, Walker Bueller. Max Scherzer starts game six. We're going seven, no, no doubt. If he's fully healthy, probably. But we yeah. don't know that, you know. A lot of what is, you know, it's, it's, and it's one of those things that we, you know, down the road, Dodger fans will be saying, oh, we didn't have these guys. So I wonder, you know, would they have really won or this and that? You know what? It's part of the game. You deal with it. Mm hmm. And, and I think it's definitely a huge question mark because especially a guy like Max Muncy, you know, as much as I fucking hate him. Yeah. The, the, the talent's there and, and the bat is there. It, it, he would be a huge boost this offense, which in all reality, couldn't really get it going that much mm-hmm. against these Braves relievers like Matic and, and um, Minter and these guys. Yeah. Every team is a what if. If if the Mets have DeGrom exactly. the entire season, do the Braves, the Braves even make the playoffs? playoffs? Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, all these guys don't get hurt? Yeah. It, it's a game of luck. If they have DeGrom the whole so season, do they make the trade for Baez? Yeah. You know, do they make do game they of health. Game, Brian? It's a game of health and luck. It's all yeah. it is. So, yeah, what if run this game and I hate it? <laughs> no, it sucks. Don't watch but... sports. <laughs> Don't watch sports. You know, honestly, the Jets are making are pushing me that towards that. Don't they are. Watch football. Just watch uh, other teams. I'm really trying. No, but then I'm not a real fan. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Don't need to be a real fan. 
I also can't watch other teams because it's New York and Jets are on. They're fucking on TV. Just, just, just watch Red Zone. Just watch Red Zone. Yeah, or that. Anyway, uh, it, it was a good series, though. I mean, every game was close besides game yeah. four and five. Those were both kind of blowouts. Um, yeah, dude, in game six, dude, his his back must be fucking killing him today from how heavy his fucking balls are. Because, dude, that was insane to just fucking to go after everyone. He his like, entire fucking back. To, to just go after Mookie Betts fucking chucking a 97-mile-an-hour fastball right down the fucking dick. Dude, <laughs> your balls, dude. He's king balls. That balls dude is steel. Steel. They are the biggest, heaviest shit. Like, dude, that he's was like Randy. He's like Randy in South Park where he's at the wheelbarrow. <laughs> he was like Serrano from Major League. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. shit. No, but dude. Max, go like that again. Yeah, you kind of look like Dusty Baker when you do that. Yeah, all right. He's like this. Yeah. <laughs> he's almost over with his fucking two gloves. No, he's 72 or so. So you don't have a glove on, Max? No gloves. You're just wearing the clear ones. <laughs> Why you gotta ruin it, man? Come on. No. <laughs> you sanit- you sanitize your rubber gloves, right? All right. Anyway. Uh, I hate people to do that. Yeah. I mean, uh, we. I mean, Max, you were wrong on uh, on both series. I was. <laughs> I was. And I was very wrong. Not only that, you got both the games wrong too. You said five games for the Dodgers and Game Seven for the uh, for the Red Sox. The yes, yes, yep, yep. You thought it was going to be Red wrong. Sox Dodgers. It's okay. You can't I was, be. I was looking like forward to a rematch. Yeah. Well, the real rematch that everyone wanted to see, I think, was the Astros versus Astros Dodgers. Dodgers. No yeah. one cares about Red Sox Dodgers. I'm sure Dodgers fans do, but uh, they won't even get to see World Series at all. Uh, but nobody will ever be as bad as Ben Verlander, dude. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Did you see that, Max? Dude, it's just I. He's annoying. Mike and I went over that last week, <laughs> and it was probably the funniest thing. Ben Verlander's annoying. He is. I agree. Like, he had he has a job and yeah, it's because he, of his brother. They're funneling his shit because his brother and yeah. We have a better podcast than he does. Let's be real here. But even even on our worst days. But don't don't say that to him because he gets very offended. Dude, doesn't he like live by the block button? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, geez. he he blocks some kid. I was I was watching uh well watch I was reading their comments on something and. Some kid was like, you only have a job because of your brother. And he was like, oh, it's not because I played D1 and played five years in the minor leagues. And he, and then the kid goes, yes, because of your brother. And then he blocked him. And the kid was like, he fucking blocked me, bro. It was funny. But, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, anything else on the uh, championship series? Add, nah. Shout out to the Braves. Yeah. That's really Congratulations it. to the Braves. They- at the end of the day, they beat the champs. Yeah. And that's really what, what, what it comes down to. Yep. Exactly. And uh, Tyler Matzik was massive fucking balls. <laughs> Eddie Rosario with his fucking massive oh, yeah. stick. Are we dumb? Yeah. The NLC, NLCS MVP, Eddie Rosario, ALCS MVP was Jordan Alvarez. Jordan. Eddie Rosario had a fucking, Jesus Christ, 14 hits in, the, in six games, tied the uh, 
postseason record was the mm-hmm. set of Braves postseason record. Yep. Dude, when he hit that ball to deep center and like it was the eighth, yeah, I was so I hoping it, it dropped. Why? Or off it the did. Wall or something like that. I wanted no with, it, with the line out. Oh. Off the bat, it looked nice. Yes. I, I thought it was all. Died. I thought it. I thought it might have uh, gone out off the bat. I didn't realize how much of a line drive it was, though, at, at first. And you and I were talking about this last, last night too. Truist mm-hmm. Park looks massive. Yes, it does. But it is small. <laughs> See, I didn't actually think it was massive. I thought it was like average. And yeah, and then I I comped it. It it plays big because of the high walls, but it's. Mm-hmm. It's the camera angles they use too. It makes it look so big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm sitting there thinking like, holy shit, this ballpark's massive, and it's smaller than fucking Yankee Stadium. Yep. Which is when you know we give we give the Yankees shit for playing in a fucking sandbox, but like the Braves out here playing in fucking God knows what, play, playing little league fields. Yeah, pretty much, right? Are you pulling it up right now? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Oh man, this shit is tiny. All right, well, pull it up anyway. Ballpark or the uh, the, also the, graphic, the weather the there makes it play bigger. What do you mean? It's always humid. There we go. Four hundred dead center. Wow, wow, it really is small. A lot smaller. I mean, it's a lot longer down the lines. No, it's just that, yeah, that's just right down the line, that's, though. That's it, right down the line, yeah. Other than that, so it's smaller you pull than, it, than the Yankee Stadium. Yeah, unless you pull it down. Yeah, unless you pull it down the line, it's not really uh, no difference. Because you could literally see how Yankee Stadium curves in. Yeah. You know? Whereas this is just straight, flat. So, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, there's no way. I feel like it's not that... uh Feel there's no way that it's that that big. It doesn't feel it, but but it looks it sometimes with the camera. I mean, you're right with the camera angles like that. But Eddie Rosario, great series. Uh, mm-hmm. I think his final slash line was where is it? Five sixty. Six oh seven. Yeah, something absurd, right? Yeah. Five sixty six oh seven. I don't remember the slugging. Uh, ten forty OPS uh, OPS. 6607 10 1040 slugging. Oh, 1040 slugging. 47 OPS. That's right. Yeah, crazy. That's, that's I mean, especially for a guy who's not a superstar, you know. And he, he was acquired the deadline for Pablo yep. Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval. Yep. Thank you. That's what I was going to say Fucking next. Pablo, Jesus Christ. I mean, and that was Talk about a steal of the year. Yeah. Easily the biggest steal of the uh it's crazy. Nobody wanted to yeah. sign him. Right, the yeah. offseason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same man. But Ozzy you know. Albies had a good series as well. Yeah, two eighty. Yeah, just a nice Being series. Ozzy Albies. Yeah. Great defense, of course. Good base running. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, Bellinger hit four twelve. Yeah. In the NLCS. Yeah, Belly. Uh, looks like Belly might be back. We'll see if he could put the injuries behind him and then, uh, you know, have a resurgent uh, 2022. AJ Pollock is kind of the same way. With, he had 381. Yeah, they don't never trust that guy with his injuries, though. No. 
Uh, yeah, I feel good to talk about Chris Taylor, who I fucking hate with a burning passion. Um, his three home run <laughs> games, I think he's the ninth guy to do it. Yes, yes. Joining some fucking elite company, though. Mm-hmm. I, don't have the, I don't have the list in front of me, but... I don't have it either. I mean, Chris Taylor hit 476. Slugged 1048 with an on-base 542 for 1589 OPS. Yep. A clear, clear NLCS MVP had the Dodgers won. Yeah, and and think about it, he's not really in the lineup every day if everybody's healthy. No, he is. I mean, he's just around. He's they a put him somewhere. Guy in the outfield because he got Beatty first. He's a, he's a util- not Beatty. Uh, not Beatty. Uh, you got Muncie first. Yeah, Turner at third because Turner was hurt a couple times. Yep. And then if Pollock's playing this way, you, you play Pollock. You play Ballinger, Ballinger Betts. and Betts. He could also play shortstop and second base too, though. The dude, the dude plays. He plays seven positions. So they get him in there. I mean, he's one of the best well-rounded players in the MLB right now. But either way, you have you have Seager and Trey Turner though, up the middle, which is no, an absurd no, up the middle. No Seager anymore. Yeah. It's true. Probably give Lux a lot of time at second base. He hit, he uh, hit very well this year. So yeah, Lux will Lux like center field. Oh no, that I mean that's what uh blue game four, uh not four. Yep, was it four? Yeah, game four. It was game four. Yeah, that's what blue game four for them. Blue wide open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three runs scored, right? Yep. I think his base is loaded. Uh, yeah. So but yeah. Congrats to the Braves yet again. Yes, sir. Uh, Let's, let's get quick. it, boys. Stop being so fucking smelly, people. Like, seriously, like, I'm out in public, man. Like, the only people, just stop being so smelly. Use some fucking soap. Order from Soap is on. Use promo code TAP for 15% off. Just fucking do it, man. Like, you people fucking smell like shit sometimes. All right. Like, order from Soap is on. Soap is on.com. Use promo code TAP for 15% off. It's a subscription base as well. Uh, so you can get six bars of soap for three months or whatever. However much you, soap you need to go through, just do it. I love the product. I use it every day. I think my next is going to be the permanent tea tree. Uh, peppermint, sorry, peppermint tea tree. I can't read because I'm fucking stupid. Are you going to get the softball uh, one? There's a softball one too. I, I might get the softball one. You know, I might I might see, see what that's like. Nice yellow uh, yeah. box. but Yeah, looks good. I do like the pine tar a lot. Yeah, I do. It, uh, it's one. Of my, it's probably my favorite. Um, so I'll probably be ordering a few more of those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, stop being so goddamn smelly, people. Get some soap. That's it. Get now, your like, fucking listen, soap. We're getting back. We're getting back in, into the into daily life, and you know, it's it's time it's, to get clean. We take care of our hard hygiene again. Yeah. And it's um, the perfect, uh, the perfect soap to use after a nice long day. Nice, have a nice shower, and then it's so, it smells so good. Like, and then it, exactly, it's perfect because then you're gonna stop being so fucking smelly. <laughs> you go out to the bar with your friends after a long day, but you, you smell nice because you exactly. use soaps. Exactly. Um, another little 
ad I want to read because uh, my, my buddy started on his own business, uh, Healthy Juices. So check this out. It's a company called Freshly Pressed, small business based in, on Long Island. So there's natural cold pressed juices to your front door. All juices contain natural ingredients like fruits and vegetables. And you can place your order online at freshlypressedny.com. Get your order delivered within 24 to 48 hours, depending on where you're at. Uh, I had one of the juices, by the way, and I don't drink green stuff. I don't really eat greens at all either, but it was good. I, I don't like, you know, these fruit juices is not kind of my thing. You don't, you don't like Definitely spinach? Ordering. I, I like spinach, but I, would, I wouldn't drink it in a juice, you know? I love spinach in my, in my fucking smoothies. Great addition. Yeah? Hell you yeah. Check this out then. You should check it out because. No, I make my own smoothies, but thanks. <laughs> well, Freshly Pressed is only servicing Long Island, Queens, and Brooklyn right now. Mm-hmm. Um, website is currently has six different selections of juice to choose from, and you have the option to create your own juice how you'd like. Give them a follow on Instagram at Freshly Pressed NY. That's the handle. And again, go to the website freshlypressedny.com to get yours. I got the, uh, I think it was all natural, I think it was, or the whatever the green one is that my buddy does. And uh, it's it's sweet. It's, it's nice. I actually like it a lot. Uh, so I do recommend that. Cool. Very nice. I'm gonna throw that shout out in there, and uh, hopefully, get some orders out of that. So I, 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 I enjoy it. Cool. Didn't even tell me about that one. Nope. Forgot to drop that one in there. All right. So main topic: um, World Series, Astros versus Braves, and it will be in Houston starting on Tuesday. Uh, the Astros will have home field advantage. And yeah, uh, no, we'll, we'll start it off right here. Uh, let's hear some predictions. Who do you think is going to win go it? first? Braves and six. Max. You know, if Tyler Magic can shove like he did this <laughs> in the NLCS, the Braves are gonna have a fucking. It's gonna be a hard time beating the Braves, but. I don't know. So Astros in six. I'll go Braves in seven. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, it's gonna be. It... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> big chop guys this week. <laughs> oh, I'm big on the tomahawk chop. That that reminds me, uh, Rio Ruiz. Rio Ruiz. <laughs> I'm gonna. They're going to play just like how I played with him. <laughs> going to go like this to you, Max. It's game over for Houston, baby. Get the fuck out of here. Let's go, Elena. Let's go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. If you, if you guys are big on the Braves, who's your World Series MVP? It's mm, a good question. Let me scroll through the roster for a second. Yeah, I don't even know that. Yeah, we gotta give it to our boy Fred Ward, right? Frederick. It's a good, always, always a good safe choice. Fred Ward's always a good one. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to say Michael Brantley. Okay. It's a good one. I'll go. I'll I think go with Brantley. Will be 
Yes. Year. I mean, a good uh, series. I'll go with uh, Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall. Yeah. Dude, you, I, I, know, I know you saw the video. Mike, did you see the video of Duvall's kid with fucking uh, the blooper. mascot blooper? No, yes, I did see that. Best friends right there. Wholesome <laughs> content. If you haven't seen it, go look for it. It'll make your day a lot better. Um, oh, yeah. And and whoever's in the blooper blooper costume, shout out to that guy, man. Like, just doing your job the right way right there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Using your powers for good. Oh, yeah. Unlike yeah. some mascots who are chaotic evils. <laughs> Who's that? Looking at, looking at you, the Reds mascot. Fucking right. coked out Mr. Matt with a mustache. You can't prove that. <laughs> it's his cousin. Uh, God, Max, you're just insulting the entire family. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I, I got to be honest. Mrs. Met did leave me hanging at the last home game of the year. So, understandable. I, I, I'm not very happy with her side of the family, at least. All right, I got, I got another, another question. Who is oh, going to? You, oh, you said Duval, right? Yeah. Who is going to steal the base and give America a free taco? Who's going to do it? Well, if they didn't trade Miles, if they didn't trade Miles Straw, I would have said Miles Straw. True. Ozzy Albies, Max. That's a that's a good that's, that's that's who I was thinking of also. Hey, he's, yeah. Hey. I mean, I, if, if, I have if, to it, pick if it's Astros, the Braves, it's him. Yeah. yeah. If it's an Astros, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go without Tuve. Tuve or da- or Dansby. Those are the two options for the Braves. Dansby's yeah. got an option. Yeah. Uh, Chaz McCormick. Uh, McCormick, yeah. <laughs> if he gets on base. Um, yeah, but that's that, really those, those are like your four guys. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna I'm I'm sticking with uh Ozzy though. I like that. Yeah, I like that pick. I think also. Can't wait for that free taco. Oh yeah. It's been funny throughout the playoffs. My brother but we'd be watching my brother see them steal like free taco <laughs> every time. <laughs> like I wish. By the way, if you guys remember last year we all got it right. We all picked uh Mookie. And we got it right. Yep. So, uh, and we're all we're all on the we're all on the obvious train here. Oh, yep, exactly. So, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we get it all all right this year, and we'll get our free tacos. Uh, sponsored by Taco Bell. Max knows. <laughs> it's not nachos, Max, but it'll do. No, you know, listen. I'll take a Drew's Locos taco. It's fine. You could get your nachos with it. Getting a free right, taco. Exactly. See, exactly. You know, it's it's it, you got a game plan here because exactly if you get the free taco, you got you got to build the build around the free taco. Yeah. All right. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, Max, um, you want to want to go through the uh the little history of the Astros with the uh, World Series? Well, I was thinking I, I got to ask because you know okay we talk a lot about these guys like Albies and and these these impact guys Albies Altuve, yeah, Brantley, Alvarez, yeah, like that. Yeah, big, who's going to be the X factor? Like we saw Tyler Matzik in, in the NLCS. We saw Ryan Presley I mean, and 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 Kendall Graveman in the ALCS. Really, at the bullpen. Like, is there going to be a pitcher that's the uh, the X factor? Is yeah, it, I feel I feel like you kind of have to what pick. Do you think? I feel like you kind of have to pick a uh, a pitcher just because you know it's the guys off the bench are really just going to be pinch hitting one you know one at bat a game, so. Kind of hard, kind of hard to choose. Choose one of them, in my opinion. Anyway, uh, right. It's a good question, though. Uh, give me, give me a guy who who 
isn't on the forefront of everyone's mind that could make a huge difference. I, I really feel like it's the starting pitching for the Braves. I right, feel like that's is, that's a make or best break. Pitching that the Astros have faced will have yeah. faced all postseason. Yeah. I mean, and granted, yes, the White Sox are a great team, but history with the with the Astros and the White Sox, I mean, all three of those starting pitchers had like a, at least a five year array against the Astros uh over the past like three years. So it's uh I'd be weary of, of those stat lines. So this will be the best pitching yeah. that they faced. Yeah, I mean Ian Anderson threw really well yeah. in game six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, followed by Matic and Minter and, and I, you know, Minter and Madison's a dog. Yeah. In that in that that bullpen it seems to be working for the Braves and I think those two guys are gonna shape this entire series. Okay. I I mean, yeah, it's hard to hard to uh hard to disagree with that. You know, uh big game Charlie Morton, you know, he uh yeah. You know, he's been there and he's he's done it. I mean, he's been in the at least league championship series. I guess I guess all all five all five <laughs> of the last five years, right? Uh or was he not on the twenty seventeen Astros? But I think he was. I think he was, yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's yeah. So he, he's been in the league championship series every year over the last five years. This guy, this guy has been there. He's done it. So he's been in the World Probably Series twice, now three, three times over the last five years. He's been in the World Series. Yeah. So Charlie Morton, I'll, I'll, I'll take him. He's my pick. I, I, know he, I know he's not really a back, back guy, but I think he's my X factor. Well, I mean, who do you go to in the Astros, on the Astros side of things? Because now McCullers won't pitch in the World Series, Easy. which was, is a huge blow. It is a huge blow. He's having he was having a great year. How do you um, go? How do you go with anyone but besides Luis Garcia, though? I mean, he that game six, dude. Uh, right, just electric, electric. You know, he had a, he had a very good rookie season, but he was on a different level. And yeah, he yeah. just had a tremendous game six. He kept them in there. Years old, man. Five, uh, six. What was it? Five and two thirds hitless innings. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like that. I, I know he went into the sixth with uh going hitless. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, this it's a starting picture of the, of the of the Astros because without McCullers, it's Garcia, Arquiti, yeah. Valdez, Granky. I mean, what is Granky gonna do? They pulled him through what less than two innings. Yeah, and two thirds, I think. Yeah, yeah, so Garcia. It, it might it? It'll be interesting to see how. They handle the starting pitching. Dusty does yeah, that. I mean, they really only have two starters that you can really have any trust in right now. Yeah, yeah. and then that, Garcia that bullpen and with Graveman and Presley, mm-hmm. and Yimi Garcia, who they brought over from the Marlins this yeah. year. Urquidy, uh, remember twenty nineteen? That was mm-hmm. he had a yep. he was crazy in the uh, league championship series. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Framber and Valdez. Okay. Uh, I'm sticking with Luis Garcia. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. just what he showed. I know uh, Valdez had one of the lowest, ground, uh, highest, sorry, ground ball rates in uh, baseball this year. So that's gonna be huge against the Braves too, keeping them in the ballpark. They are a team. They they had the biggest difference 
this year to last year in launch angle. So that uh that will be interesting to see. So yeah, oh yeah. Uh speaking of how Dusty Baker handles his pitching staff, Dusty Baker is in his second World Series appearance. The last one didn't go so well. Oh two with the Giants. Uh most notably the big thing that came out of that one was that his son almost got run over at the plate. Uh see who saved JT him. Snow had a rescue. Good job. And now son is in the Nationals organization as just drafted this year. Yep. My how time flies. Um, oh, yeah. He is the second oldest manager in Major League Baseball behind Tony La Russa. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if he, you know, and so far he's kept up with the times with the analytics and, and making moves based on numbers. Um, so the vast metrics, but, it, you know, will he stick to his guns and as an old school manager here in the World Series? It's going to be interesting for me. Ninth manager in Major League history to win a pennant in both leagues. So congrats to him on that. Mm-hmm. We kind of touched on this. The rest of the stuff that we had here is that McCullough is out for the World yeah. Series. And yeah, the we... Astros pitching is going to be really the difference here and what whether who wins the World Series. Yeah. Again, the third World Series in five seasons. Obviously, the experience is there with these guys. Uh, it's interesting. It's a very interesting matchup. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you want to take the Braves or not. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's their first World Series appearance in 22 years since 1999. Uh, they have won 18 pennants in their history, six since moving to Atlanta in 1966, 10 since becoming the Braves in 1912. And they won a World Series in every city that they've played in, Boston, Milwaukee, Atlanta. A uh, little bit on Brian Snicker. He is a baseball lifer first and foremost uh this guy has spent 45 years in the braves organization this was his 45th year with the braves yeah holy shit i didn't realize that yep and uh yeah it's his sixth season as uh sixth season as braves manager it's his first world series appearance obviously it's and he's led them to four straight playoff appearances and he's the oldest manager in the national league at 66 years old uh, yeah, I I like Snicker. I like him a lot. I do have a question though. It's a little off topic from the World Series, but it's you look at the two managers, Snicker and Dusty Baker, both old school managers, showing that the old school still works, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that will influence the Mets and the Padres? That's a great question. I mean, I don't know how Mike feels about this, but I know me personally, I, I think you look at a guy like Snicker, the biggest thing is there's, he doesn't really do analytics. He never really did. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Obviously, you know, he's done with this this club without Acuna, without, you know, really, yeah, without Acuna, there's the star. Yeah, the biggest I mean, player. He, they, they were given free reign at deadline and all this stuff, but he's made it work without Soroka too. You know, he's put these pitchers in this position to succeed. He's done it the old school way, really. Yeah. Obviously, you bring in the shift aspect with that. And, you know, Dusty is just one of the, I, I think, one of the most underrated managers in baseball. I mean, this guy is, has, can write the ship with any, with the best of them. And it's an interesting question because I, I think you look at a team like the Mets and the Padres, they need that old school, that experience. Can't go with someone new. So I think like a Buck Showalter kind of guy. Now, Buck Showalter has been incredibly hesitant to embrace analytics as a whole. And obviously, oh, was... what are you talking about? 
He's who, literally who, said multiple nothing? times that he that he's open to it. No, who who, who am I thinking of? That that isn't. Don't know. There's one old school manager that's a, a big name. Um, I'm very hesitant about it. I'm trying to remember. I saw it on Twitter the other day. I don't remember. Well, all I know is that Buck is on MLB Network, and he said plenty of times that he's open to okay. to learning it. Well, either way, either way, you know, it's I think that both those teams need an experienced manager to get him over the hump. Yeah, agreed. I mean, they're both there; they're both ready to compete. So, yeah, I don't know how Mike feels, but. That's kind of your cue to say something like. Yeah, sorry, I was spacing out. You were talking too much. I disagree. <laughs> do you, Do you think that uh, <laughs> that's since Snitker and Baker are old school managers and led uh, have led okay. to the World Series? Do you think that influences the uh, the Mets no. and the Padres? Mm, uh. I mean, Steve Cohen is a very analytical person in general, mm-hmm. just because the way he runs his business is very data-driven and stuff of like that. Right. So I think he'll use that, but he's also smart enough to know that there's other things besides numbers. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll use a combination, yeah. especially if he does get like a manager it. like Schilt or somebody like that who mm-hmm. at least has a feel for the game and understands the game, where they'll back up his decision making with the numbers right and then i don't i don't know the padres enough to say yeah. what their background is but i would assume that they're smart enough they see what they have in front of them use a combination of both but be realistic in what you actually see mm-hmm. as compared to just strict numbers which a majority of teams are doing at this point yeah yeah I mean, with, with the padres it's interesting because they do just kind of locked in their new pitching coach without choosing a manager. Who's their new pitching coach? Scoring Buster only. Uh, Ruben, I'm not going to even go with the last name. I sent Try it to you, it. Billy. You can check it out. Where'd you send Nibla? I texted it to you. When? Uh, 9.55. I don't have it. It was a tweet. Um, oh yeah, Ruben. Yep, Nibla. Probably Nibla. I'm, I'm probably Nibla. Yeah, uh, to be the next pitching coach, which is interesting. He was the assistant pitching coach of the Indians. Uh, I'd be careful with pitching coaches from the Indians, just uh, from recent memory. Um, but it's very interesting that they're picking a, a pitching coach without even a manager. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's an interesting decision. It's they're just gonna have somebody who's ready to go i guess i don't know I'm going rogue yeah they're going rogue <laughs> Doing, yeah making their own pitching uh their own coaching staff rather than uh letting the letting the coach the manager have a say but yeah anyway uh back to the world series with the braves it's interesting because you know we talked about this being the year pakoda yep not we're not not the biggest fans of Pakoda, are we? No, oh, no. I mean, have <laughs> they ever been right, really? No, I mean, had the I mean, eighty-two and eighty, which they only, weren't off. They weren't only off. only six games off, really. You know. Yeah. Um, 
So it's interesting to see that yeah. the team really again another team that wasn't really expected to be here. They retooled their 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 entire outfield mm-hmm. at the deadline. I mean, what was it? July 30th, the deadline day. They were 51 and 54, five games back of the Mets. In, they were in third place with a one percent chance to get the World Series. Yeah. Just shows the importance of having a great deadline, honestly. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, I said it to you, I think, Billy, yesterday. This is very reminiscent of the 2015 Mets making making the right moves the deadline that you needed. Your star yeah. is hurt. The Mets for the Mets was David Wright. Um, yeah, making all the right moves, getting hot at the right time, winning the division, coming from back, you know, behind the division, having a mm-hmm. postseason for the ages with someone who really, really didn't expect it. Murphy and now Rosario with the Braves, and now in the World Series against a team that's been there before, most re- very recently. Mm-hmm. So it's very, a lot of parallels there. And you mentioned that that reminds you of the 2019 Nationals too, didn't you? I think you said that. Yeah, yeah, similar with, uh, you know, just being so low. At, you know, never, never really taking the opportunity to take the division. I mean, the Nationals were, you know, horrible in the beginning of 2019, and so were the Braves for the first two thirds of the season. And yeah, both climbed their way to uh, success. So, so the last, so the two National League East comps we have one won the World Series, one lost the World Series. So the Braves are the tiebreaker here, I guess. Um, <laughs> Obviously, That's the same thing. Yeah. Obviously, we're rooting for Freddie Freeman. 12 years at the Braves. Yeah. First World Series. Um, again, very similar to David Wright. Yep. You know, the heartbeat yeah. of that team, the franchise. Yeah, the yep, exactly. I mean, with the Braves, they're lucky. They had Chipper. They went from Chipper to Freddie. You know, this is an organization that the face of the franchise was there. It'd be nice to see him get a ring. I mean, granted, I'm not rooting for it because I have the I picked the Astros, but this guy stinks this guy stinks yeah Yeah. that's just me and uh that's really it i ain't got nothing else i'm just excited to have joe buck on mute on world series baseball i'm i'm excited to have a different team in the world series yeah Team, team that we haven't seen in you know 22 years. <laughs> 22 years, yeah. So that that's uh I think that's the thing that I'm most excited for. Just like I'm tired of the same fucking teams over and over, man. Yeah, I, I agree. It's and again, this goes back to the whole Sally floor and and you know, teams be competitive. Yeah, yeah. Well, the teams that are spent, spend money. We'll be uh definitely talking a lot about that this uh this winter. Oh yeah, we have a lot to talk about in terms of the offseason going forward, but episode ninety nine. Uh, in the books, yes, sir. Braves, Astros, World Series starting Tuesday on Fox, 8 p.m. Billy maybe. and Mike have the Braves. I have the Astros. I don't know who Maca has. Who you said the Braves. Braves. I'm pretty sure you said the, yeah, you said the Braves. Braves. He's. Do you think that he's going to pick the Astros? He's not picking the Astros. Come on. Oh, who knows? Um, real quick, don't forget to buy some merch. Get the hats. Listen, place an order. We'll get it to you. You know, we got we're ready to get it out and uh, working on a little holiday design here in the next coming uh, weeks. Really excited to get some stuff out to you guys. So don't forget to buy some merch, buy hats. Check out the website southsideprod.com. 
check out the other podcasts on the Southside Productions Network on the Power Play, having a great start to their season. Uh, Rangers are red hot. I'm very happy about that. The boys are buzzing. Got some, they got some great content over there. Um, I just on an episode two weeks ago. They're fun. I thought that was last Check week. them out. Oh, no, it was two weeks, week, two weeks ago. No, 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 no you're right. Ago. I forgot we haven't recorded. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Um, from the tips, again, more great content. If you if you if you want something entertaining, let's do check them out. Golf content, you can learn a lot about golf. Uh, Tri State Sports Beat's on a bit of a hiatus right now due to some scheduling issues, but check out their older stuff. Uh, and we're not going to talk about the cut. The cut because I still have to figure that out. Working through some things here. Uh, I had a great idea for it, and it turns into we might have another podcast soon. Uh, the show, Stay tuned show, for that. show. It's not really a podcast. Uh, it's a show. It's a show. You're right. It'll be a YouTube show. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Check out everything on YouTube. Check out everything on Apple and Spotify. If you didn't watch, go watch. If you didn't listen to audio only, go do audio only. Run the streams up. Let's go. Let's get some money on this thing. Let's do it. The more it. money we bring in, the more things we could do for you. Yeah. Um, the more we could give to you, too. Yeah. Oh, because Billy and I were talking about this. We want to give away some gift cards. We want to give away some Fanatics gift cards. I mean, for me personally, I'd love to give away a free year of MLB TV for someone. I think that'd be a cool giveaway. It's, but again, we need some money for that. So yeah. listen, run the streams up. Help us out. Help you. Yes, um, sir. Help me to help 99. you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Mike. Let's do it. There you go. Episode 99 is Boys. in the books, baby. We will see you at 100. Yes, sir. Peace.